Well, hello there, kids. This is your resident spooky drag queen, Pissy Miles. And this is your resident spooky smartass, Sam Baxter. And, and this, this is, is my, my spooky, spooky gay, gay family. Well, hello there, smartass. <laughs> <laughs> you really like the new sign on, don't you? I do. I really enjoy it. I've, I've been having uh, some fun with it myself. I added a new intonation to my, to my <laughs> sign on this time. Uh, I also, every time you call yourself a smartass, I think of that line in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire when he's like, <laughs> after you box them, then he goes, you ship them. Best of luck, smartass. <laughs> You're officially Robin Williams working in like some PBS broken down San Francisco TV studio. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Sam Baxter? I'm okay. I'm here. How are you? I'm also here. That's good news. (laughs) Yeah, this wouldn't go very well if either one of us. I know. If we were just both missing, it's just an hour and five minutes of nothingness. (laughs) Of the void. See, that would have been a good Zen episode. We should have just stayed quiet the whole fucking time. Let's go back and try it one more time. <laughs> Screw this week. We're doing Little Pot of Calm again, and we're just Little going to Pot do... Little Pot of Calm. It, that was a good idea. It's a shame we never stayed calm. Yeah, no, it's a shame that we can't stay calm. We're not very calm people. Not at all. Which is one of the reasons why we don't have children. Exactly. <laughs> Which is one of the reasons why I can't figure out why anyone would listen to our advice on this week's topic. Yeah, me neither. Because uh, we are we are probably the worst people to give you advice on this week's topic. But before we jump in, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about because we uh, we were talking about being calm. Yes. And one of the things that calms me, besides the fact that, hey, kids, welcome to my spooky gay family. And this is week four of the 13 weeks of Halloween. Um One of the things that makes me calm is the fall. Mm -hmm. And especially the thing that makes me calm in the fall is pumpkin spice everything. And we have discussed this many times. At length, yes. Even in the last episode, I think we were talking about the fact that uh, Starbucks' pumpkin spice latte is coming back very soon. This week, I believe. Is it this week? I have heard anywhere between the 25th and the 28th. Well, guess what? (laughs) (laughs) In Pissy Miles' house, it comes back fucking yesterday because uh, I decided that I was going to make my own because I couldn't wait. <laughs> so like the basic bitch I am, I went down to ShopRite and uh, I, I don't know why I just stuttered on it. I was like, oh, should I say ShopRite? And then I was like, it doesn't fucking matter. They're not listening. Uh, and so... <laughs> Any I, one of the thousands <laughs> of ShopRites. Hey... Uh, I went down to ShopRite and bought a bunch of shit because you and I were talking the other night and I was saying I wanted to try to make a pumpkin spice frappuccino. You and I mm-hmm. have discussed at length that I don't really drink lattes. I drink the pumpkin spice frappuccino. And so I found this really great recipe online for like kind of a knockoff Starbucks pumpkin spice frappuccino. But one of the ingredients was pumpkin butter. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So I had to look up a separate <laughs> recipe for pumpkin butter and... It's not hard to make, but I did fuck it up the first time. <laughs> you and I were on uh, were on the PS4 the other night having a little a little party, mm-hmm. and we were talking about kind of getting into the Halloween spirit and making pumpkin things. And I decided I was going to try to make pumpkin butter. And that night, I tried to make it. I ran down to ShopRite and got the the few things that I needed, and um. I fucked it up. And I think the reason I fucked it up is because I was watching one of the movies. I say that with air quotes. Movies that we're (laughs) going to be talking about today that you reminded me of. You're welcome. (laughs) But I did figure it out. It is easier to make than I would have imagined. If you guys want, maybe I'll even post the recipe 
on our social media a link to the recipe because it is very good. And I was able to make it sugar-free because I'm diabetic. So uh, it does take a little bit of effort to make it sugar-free or close to sugar-free because I don't think I got it 100% sugar-free. Right. But um, I got it, I think, as... I don't want to say as close as I could have, but like 99.999% as close as I could have. Um, and it was fucking delicious. I've had two of them since I since I perfected the recipe and I have really enjoyed it. I was happy. I drank one during the last recording session. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was watching you drink it and it looks like some kind of weird protein shake. It really does, but it tastes delicious. And so I'll take <laughs> taste delicious over looks good anyway. There you go. <laughs> uh, what the hell were we talking? Oh, so the, <laughs> the, the topic of discussion today is a very interesting one. Um, it's one that you and I, I never thought we would be discussing this, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah. I mean, I hate kids. <laughs> I like the ones that are part of our family. But beyond that, it's like. It has to be a really special kid for me to like them. Like, we have a few friends that I like their kids, but it's like, generally speaking, I, I just want 50 feet between me and them. <laughs> like, nothing was better for me than the six-foot mandate. I was like, oh, no, keep your children away six feet. <laughs> Not that children are good at observing the six-feet mandate, as I know. anyone who's ever been into a grocery store during this time can tell you. Exactly. <laughs> it typically requires one or two kicks. Yes. Um. That said, we decided, we especially after the Worst Witch episode, which, by the way, was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. <laughs> um, <laughs> and now, I, I literally, I, I've had so many discussions with people now where uh, they're like, I'll be like, uh, so what did, you to, what did you do today? And they're like, oh, I petted my very own kitten. <laughs> it's like, no one can stop saying it. <laughs> And you're welcome. I know. Each and every one. Do you know someone even tagged us on Instagram? They bought the DVD. I did not realize that, no. And That's I know how hilarious. much they paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, we've created a movement. We've created a cult movie. No, um, it, it's been kind of surreal, actually. Almost everyone I know who's watched the podcast had never seen it before. And um, <clears throat> and, we, and as a result of listening to the podcast, all went and watched it. And I know. It. So I wonder, welcome. I wonder if whoever walk. posted that video on YouTube is like, why am I getting so, so many, many hits? hits. <laughs> <laughs> it's August. <laughs> um, yes, it is a great movie. And if you haven't watched it by now, you should all go and do it. But it does kind of fall into our category today. Today we are talking about family-friendly Halloween slash horror. And it's important that we discuss this because clearly, as young people, we enjoyed horror and Halloween. But yet again, we were poorly supervised. And you almost said poorly yeah. circumcised. <laughs> I almost said we were poorly circumcised. I almost said supervised, which Surp is completely oh, different. <laughs> No. Um. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know about you. But... <laughs> I mean, technically, when you consider that I wasn't at all, I guess you I could think that's argue. the best way to be. <laughs> um, when you're a woman, definitely. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, Female yes. circumcision is a thing, and it's, it's. Oh, I know. It's completely horrifying. It's horrific. I know. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and down. Uh, we, uh, yes, we are discussing family-friendly horror and Halloween movies, and there's so much to choose from. I don't think we'll even get to everything we want to talk about today. No, probably not. And I mean, some of these are, are movies that we'll be talking more about in depth on, like, they will get their own episodes because they're I'm sure family favorites. Yeah. But, um... I mean, you have the obvious one. There's obviously, we yeah. have... Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. We have Halloween Town. We yeah. have. Have you ever seen Halloween Town? I actually haven't ever seen Halloween. You Town know what's enough. funny? I had never seen it before either. And the other night, uh, <laughs> after I fucked up my pumpkin butter, because I was watching another family-friendly TV special from the mid seventies, or the, <laughs> I'm sorry, the late seventies, called uh, the Halloween that almost wasn't. And let me fucking tell. You, <laughs> 
remember watching this as like a very young child, like four or five years old. And I was obsessed with this made-for-TV special? Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a TV special. It is so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being obsessed with it because as a kid, I was obsessed with two things. I was obsessed with vampires and I was obsessed with witches. And this, those are the only two important things. <laughs> It's like it's like Dracula is trying to save Halloween because there is a witch who won't fly over the moon and make it Halloween. That's a, in this movie. That is what makes it Halloween. The witch has to fly over the moon and and it becomes yeah. Halloween and all whatever. But all I I couldn't remember the name of this movie. I couldn't remember anyone who was in it because obviously I was so young when I saw it. I didn't know who any of the actors were. And so I uh, I have been trying to find this this movie forever because i was obsessed with it as a kid and all i could remember is that at some point in the special there was like a benny hill chase through the like through the fucking castle and it's like the witch runs out one door and in another and dracula yeah. runs out another door and into another <laughs> one it's like and i knew that happened and so i was like try for years i'm telling you the like the better part if not fully a decade trying to find this movie could not fucking find it <laughs> and i tried desperately desperately <laughs> to find this this movie and then the other night we're sitting there playing fucking ps4 and you're like oh i went on a i wanted a i went down a, a rabbit YouTube hole watching rabbit hole, a little yeah. youtube rabbit hole watching old video specials and i watched the halloween that almost wasn't and i was like what is that? And you were like, oh, it's this, it's the video where the, <laughs> Dracula saves Halloween because the witch won't, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my God, does that have a Benny Hill chase in it? And you're like, yeah, it does. And I was like, oh my God. I literally had a meltdown because I was like, I have been tirelessly trying to find this movie for like most of my life. Sometimes the universe just drops stuff in your lap. It drops stuff in your lap. <laughs> my lap's been empty for a decade. And you were like, you, you, you just stumbled upon it. I couldn't find shit. I was, <laughs> I was on YouTube because I was watching another special that we're going to talk about a little mm. bit. Um, and a bunch of recommended YouTube videos had popped up. So I ended up spending like the better part of like three hours watching like old 70s and 80s Halloween TV specials. <laughs> and that just happened to be one of them. Did you watch um, The Great Pumpkin? Yes, I watched The Great Pumpkin. Another Every, great one. You have to watch The Great Pumpkin. Everyone does. Everyone has to watch The Great Pumpkin. Um, there was one that I stumbled upon. I I had been watching Halloween Town, and one of the suggested videos was this movie. Oh, no, maybe it wasn't Halloween Town. So I was watching some fucking movie. And uh, afterwards, one of the suggested videos was <laughs> a movie about a witch starring Rue McClanahan. And I wish I could remember <laughs> the name of the movie. It was made in like the late 80s or like early 90s. And she's this witch who kind of gets banished to, I don't want to say hell. It's not hell, but she's like in this like purgatory style place mm -hmm. where she's just like calling bingo forever with these little demons. And she gets the opportunity to escape. I think I've seen this. It's bizarre. It's absolutely <laughs> bizarre. But I watched the first, like, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes. And at that point, I had watched, like, four specials. And I was like, I'm just too tired for this. And I turned it <laughs> off. <laughs> it was good, though. I would probably give it another shot. But this all started with Halloween Town. I had never... I had never seen Halloween Town before. We did that for whatever reason. That was not a movie we grew up with. When did it even come out? It came out in the 90s. Did it really? I'm pretty sure. If not the 90s, it was like the late 80s. Okay. I mean, I I was vaguely aware that there was something on Disney Channel called Halloween Town at some point. But and that I was it. Never, was it? Yeah. Okay. It was. It was. They played it on Disney Channel. I, I read about it online and it was like they played it on Disney Channel every Halloween between like 19... I want to say like 1989 and 1995 or 1991 and 1995. It was like okay. sometime in that area. I can't remember exactly. 
but we never watched it. And I remember David, like David would always say, he was like, Oh, I love Halloween town. It's like a great, like kids Halloween movie. And everyone I know is like, Oh, Halloween town, Halloween town, Halloween town. I was like, I've never fucking seen it. I have no, I have no emotional tie to this movie, but having watched it, I did really enjoy it. And it's on Disney plus. It's really good. Do you have Disney plus? I do have my own Disney Plus account that I pay for. Yes. <laughs> that was totally inconspicuous. Thank you. <laughs> it is on Disney Definitely Plus. Definitely don't share one with a friend. Oh, nor do we. No. Absolutely not. Um, evil Mouse Overlord. Evil Mouse Overlord. <laughs> We're going to get letters by, by Owl tomorrow. <laughs> Um, that's one thing they don't own. I know. <laughs> that's Warner Brothers. The one thing. <laughs> one thing. Um, I would recommend it. I would watch Halloween Town. It star for one thing, it stars Debbie Reynolds, and you can't go wrong there. No, you can't go wrong. Um there. I I wouldn't say it's like a masterpiece, and it's definitely not Hocus Pocus. Like okay. Hocus Pocus is a superior film in every single way. However, it is a very enjoyable movie. It's cute. It's family friendly. It's witchy. It's, I don't want to say spooky, but it's like maybe kid spooky. Maybe creepy. No. No? Not no. even that? <laughs> Not even okay. that. Right. It like, there's no moment where you're like, ooh, that's uncomfortable. It's, okay. There's like, <laughs> the villain is a little bit scary. If you're a kid, I okay. would imagine the villain is a little bit scary. That's um, fair. But it is a great movie. I would recommend it to anyone. I would watch it again any day. Maybe I'll have to watch that now. I would recommend it. And I would recommend it to anyone who's looking for something to watch with their kids. And speaking of, why don't we start at the beginning? I mean, we've already jumped into this conversation yeah, so far. Fair. But why don't we start at the beginning? How would you, because I know how I would define a family-friendly Halloween movie. Like, what is your definition of a, a family-friendly spooky movie? A family-friendly spooky movie, I would argue, is something that you could watch with everybody in the room without having to, like, cover eyes or close ears or send out of the room for certain parts. Mm. Depending on the age of the children. <laughs> yeah, it's very hard to... Because... Horror is one of those weird genres where it's like it changes practically year by year what is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean I think I think we all agree the violence has to be minimal. Minimal or implied or it it, it shouldn't be super super gory. Yeah. Um obviously no explicit sex. Mhm. Um I think... could give two fucks about the word fuck, so I I, I kind of like, agree. I'm not really one of those people who <clears throat> shelters children from what is deemed bad language because I'm kind of one of those people where it's like, oh, I bet you're right. I bet this kid will never hear this language ever in their whole life. Yeah. Um, that said, how do you feel? Because this is where it kind of gets a little bit gray for me. How do you feel about it being actually scary? And I'll give you an example of what I mean. Okay. So one of my favorite and like spooky quote unquote family friendly movies mm-hmm. is The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Disney's The Legend of Sleepy right. Hollow, not the Tim Burton one, the cartoon. Mm-hmm. But as a child, which is a great cartoon. It's amazing. Like, amazing. Uh, amazing. <laughs> and as a child, that is legitimately frightening. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely up there on the creepometer. It's absolutely up there. When you look at, like, old Disney, they did not pull any punches. No, that Night on Bald Mountain was creepy. Do you know I've never seen it? I have a hard time believing that you've never seen it. It was part of every Disney Halloween special. If I saw it, I don't remember it. Okay. I'm I guess it's possible I've seen it and like if you turned it on it would be like never mind. That rings familiar. Okay. I, like it's I know the, that music. It's Chernabog on top of the 
on top of the mountain. Chernabog. Oh, yeah. the gargoyle thing? Yeah. Oh, I have seen it. Yeah. I was going to say, there's <laughs> no way you haven't seen that on Bald Mountain. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> um, and what's the other one? What's the one with the dancing skeletons? Oh, I don't, I don't I don't know the name of it. You just were like, oh, don't do this to me. No, I don't know the name of it. I I can hear the the song though, the do 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 Yeah. Yeah, no, and but like it should be on like every Halloween playlist ever. Yeah, no, but I don't know the name of that. And the cats, the like screeching cats yeah. and all that bullshit. It was like Halloween classic, if only I could remember. Is it called the skeleton dance? It might be, or like spooky skeleton dance or something like that. I, I, mm, I want to say it's called, oh, it's called Silly Symphonies. Okay. Uh, and it is called the skeleton dance. That section of it is called the skeleton dance. Um, and if you have not seen it, that is a great kid-friendly, spooky, little, cartoon. little like yeah. cartoon short. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I remember when we were kids, that was like. And mom and dad were, to their credit, they were very good about, like, introducing us to spooky things when we were kids. Like, Halloween was very much a part of our lives. Yeah, no, they kept the spirit of Halloween in in our household. That was definitely everybody's, <laughs> it was a high point in, in the calendar, for sure. Absolutely. I think that's what made us the spooky <clears throat> people we are today. It's our parents, both our parents' attention and, and their negligence. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a delicate balance between the two. Was mom's enthusiasm and her blockbuster nerd. Exactly, <laughs> and her ignorance. <laughs> Mom was off watching Kevin Costner movies. We were renting uh, Puppet Child's Master. Play. Yeah, Puppet Master. Oh my god! The first time we watched Puppet Master, I think I was like mm, seven. <laughs> And it's funny because as a kid, terrifying. Oh, Watched horrifying. it as an adult. Hilarious. <laughs> it's like horrifying, but for the opposite reason. It's like, yeah. how did this get made? This is ridiculous. <laughs> um, yes. One of the funniest movies ever made. Though. It's Puppet Master. almost <laughs> unfathomable that, that someone was like, yes, this is a great idea. <laughs> Let's do that, Jim. Here we go. Um, as far as Halloween movies for kids. I would say we have a good list going so far. We have Halloween Town. We have mm -hmm. the obvious like Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Then we get into kind of the more uh, uh, and I keep wanting to say ambiguous, but that's not the word I'm looking for. Um what what is the word I'm I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> I, I keep wanting to say words like ambiguous or far-fetched, and that's not that's not at all the term I'm looking for. I'm literally having a stroke on on tape. <laughs> uh, the lesser known. Yeah, sort of the um shit, now I can't think I, of it. Like I can't I can't pull the word out. Jesus. Uh, obscure. Obscure is the word I'm looking for. The more obscure <laughs> Uh, Halloween movies for kids and that's when we get into the fun ones because that's when we get into like I said before the Halloween that almost wasn't and then we get into things like Witches, Witches Night, Night Out <laughs> <laughs> this is a movie that we talked about this very briefly I don't remember if it was the last episode or the, the episode before but we were talking about Witches Night Out very briefly and this this is a, a TV special that I think does not get enough credit. It really doesn't. It doesn't get enough love. It is a late 80s? 70s. Late 70s? Late, late 70s. 70s. And you can tell by Canadian some of the Canadian cartoon. <laughs> Canadian. It's Canadian. Starring Gilda Radner. And? And Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> I was watching. When you said Gilda Radner when we were talking about it the other mm -hmm. day, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I never realized that The Witch was played by Gilda Radner. And so the other night, after we had talked, I had turned on Witch's Night Out because I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it to kind of brush up. And because I had said, I was like, I don't remember this movie at all. And then the second I turned it on, I recognized the animation. I was like, oh, my God. I was instantly like six years old again. I was like, <laughs> I remember every moment of this movie. And... I was watching it and there's a character named Malicious 
And I was like, she is everything. She's like ridiculous. She's silly. <laughs> she's spooky. She's like everything. And afterwards, I, I'm one of those people that like I watch a movie and then immediately go to IMDb to just learn everything I can about it. Mm-hmm. And I open IMDb and it was like malicious Catherine O'Hara. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I was like, malicious was Moira. <laughs> Kevin's mom is malicious. <laughs> It was everything. And it's such a good movie. It is such a good movie. It's kind of <laughs> that like weird, like wholesome, like you can, you can tell that this is part of a series of specials mm-hmm. about this like little wholesome town. <laughs> but Gilda Radner is just fucking everything. Like the, everything. the, the witch is just everything. <laughs> like I can't even, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, she's a bitter old queen with a magic wand. And she it's really just is so fantastic. This could have been a witch or it could have been Dorian Corey. And like, you wouldn't be able to distinguish. <laughs> it's so perfect. And I think part of what I like about it is that she's a very untraditional witch. She really is. It's like, she's kind of like Cruella DeVille, but with a magic wand. Yeah, no, that's an accurate that's an accurate <laughs> representation of the witch in the witch's night out. She's very like angular and thin and like maybe a former supermodel and <laughs> she just loves attention and she loves the spooky shit and she has this wand that like she doesn't fly on a broom, she flies with the wand and she doesn't wear a big brimmed hat. She has this like skull cap. Skull cap. It's like she's <laughs> she's wearing an outfit. It's like a romper with a hood. It's yeah. bizarre. <laughs> And it's all one piece and it's great. And she's just very like stylish and kind of chic and weird and spooky. And it's like, it's so good. The whole thing is on YouTube. If you haven't seen it, go watch Witches Night Out on YouTube. And when I was watching it, I realized I was like, oh my God, this cartoon might be the first thing we watched as a family that we like started quoting at each other. That is possible. Honestly, it's that or the Halloween that almost wasn't because I have vivid memories of us reenacting the Halloween, the Halloween that, that almost, almost wasn't. wasn't. I know <laughs> because I loved it and yeah. I probably made everyone watch it like 600 times a year. But with Judd Hirsch as Dracula. Judd Hirsch, as a, <laughs> by the way, was excellent. No, he did a great job. It's funny because <laughs> I know we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's like, it was kind of the same thing that we talked about with the worst witch where it's like it's very enjoyable for children but like even to watch it as an adult there's like almost this sophisticated humor that kind of makes its way in yeah everyone's in a while kind of gets snuck under the radar a little bit yeah like judd hirsch has some really like funny one-liners and even when when Igor like swings into the room when they're trying mm-hmm. to get into the room where the witch is and she opens the door and he swings out back into the yeah. hallway. It's like <laughs> little stupid things like that. And and the witch having like all those demands. Yeah. And it's it's, it's so good. It's so good. But in Witch's Night Out, there's one moment and it was like the second she said the line, mm-hmm. I had a vivid memory of us yelling this at each other as like little kids. <laughs> and I know you know which line yes, it I is. Do. It's when basically I I won't give anything away for those people who want to go and watch it, but at one point there's an angry mob chasing the witch and a bunch of monsters and the witch is like, "Wow!" She's like totally flustered and she's like, "I don't even know these people." <laughs> and it's I remember like as a little kid like walking through Stop and Shop being like, I don't even know these people. I'm surprised I wasn't like taken from mom at some point in in a fucking Coles or a Caldors because <laughs> I all was... just looked at it and went, that kid's gonna be a drag queen. <laughs> Literally, because at some point I had to have been like walking through uh like a, a super like a, a shopping center and been mm-hmm. like, I don't even know these people. And kids and moms are like, did she steal that child? <laughs> Is that child stolen? And uh, that was, it was like, lines like that are like, you know how they say your sense of smell is the closest link to memory? Yeah. For me, it's like movie quotes. (laughs) Immediately, I was like a six-year-old kid in dad's bedroom watching the 
you know which dad's bedroom I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I do. And where his TV was, like, watching that special. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. It, like, brought back visions of things. Like, I could describe the room to you, whereas before I never could have. It was like... It was like it unlocked a door in my brain. I, I felt like <laughs> you achieved galaxy brain by watching. <laughs> essentially, I was like when they play songs for demented people. <laughs> like when they're like, oh, music triggers that thing in their brain. That was me. I was like, oh, my God, I remember my whole life. It was it was insane. I've I've never had a, 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 a recall like that in, in my life. I am. Um... I kind of had a similar experience with the Halloween that almost wasn't when I watched it. it really? Was, yeah. It was kind of like, I just had a very vivid memory of being in the basement mm-hmm. at our old house. Yeah. Like with you on one side of the door to the closet and me on the other doing the, the bit. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, and you know, I couldn't have been older than like eight. No. And <clears throat> like. Which would have made me uh, five and a half. Yes. <laughs> no, not at all um <laughs> wow that was 30 years ago good job <laughs> it was not <laughs> just about no 29 and a half <laughs> <laughs> never mind <laughs> but yeah no i i have very few memories of that time period in my life for some reason Same, but yeah. i have that like down hard, like ready to go. That one was ready to go the second I saw the the freaking thing. You know what's funny? A lot of my childhood uh, memories of Halloween link back to that house. It was the first house that we that we lived in when mm-hmm. we were little because we bounced around quite a bit. But yeah, a lot of my like childhood Halloween memories stem back to that house like i remember watching hocus pocus in that house and being winifred sanderson after Mm -hmm. that in that house i remember watching witches night out i remember watching on that big old cabinet tv in the basement the big old cabinet when i tell you this was like a a, this thing weighed a ton and a half it was like six thousand pounds this tv was made of whale bones it was bizarre (laughs) and Kids these days will never. Kids these days <laughs> will never know what it was like to. It have didn't a t- have a remote. Didn't it? It did not. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that's horrifying. If you wanted to turn the sound up, you had to go and use the <laughs> and it and it was a little round knob and yeah. it was the on off knob too. Yes, it was. And it was wood paneled. Yes, it was. And that gives you exactly. It was a piece of furniture. It was. It wasn't an appliance. <laughs> there, there are literally like 615 year olds who just turned this podcast off. They're like, fuck this. I'm done. They're like, I can't. <laughs> no, this was like one step removed from having the coat hanger an- an- antenna. Like, it, yeah, like- it might as well have had like the V antenna <laughs> that you had to like adjust to pick up the signal. It, it was one step because it was a tube TV, right? Yeah. And uh, there are a lot of people who don't even know what that means. But basically... And fuck you. I know. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't always flat. Uh, No, and they used to weigh hundreds of pounds. This TV was... It had to have been like three times my size. Watch, we're sitting here talking about this. It's probably like the same size as your fireplace. I know, it's tiny. It's just we were much smaller. so It was, it was like, like a shoebox and we were like, oh my God. <laughs> this monolith of a television. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I remember watching all of these. I, I remember watching um, The Great Pumpkin mm-hmm. on that TV. I remember watching Halloween is Grinch Halloween Night. Halloween is Grinch Night, Halloween which is might Grinch be the Night. best Halloween special there is. You think? I love Halloween is Grinch Night. It is my freaking favorite. I I have a lot of affection for it. I don't know if it's my favorite. That's fine. I just loved the Grinch. I, well, so yes. any any opportunity for more Grinch. That's because you are a Grinch. Proudly. We're rapidly approaching your favorite time of year. <sighs> well, we are rapidly approaching my favorite time. No, of year. I think your favorite time of year actually goes beyond Halloween and the fall. I think it goes to hating Christmas. <laughs> I don't hate Christmas. You do. You loathe it. I do not loathe it entirely. <laughs> loathe it entirely. <laughs> Jerry duty. Jerry duty. <laughs> those are quotes from the Grinch. For those of you who don't know. The, the Jim think, Carrey Grinch. I think this 
Christmas, we may need to do a Grinch episode. I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with that. It's one of my Do you consider movies. the Grinch a family-friendly uh, Halloween movie? I mean, it's definitely a Christmas movie. I wouldn't characterize it as a Halloween movie. You know, it kind of blurs the lines because he's spooky. The Grinch is spooky. He's a monster. The Grinch is spooky, but I, I, I don't know. I... I think it's definitely firmly in the Christmas camp. Well, and then that's why he had his own separate Halloween special. I mean, I agree with that. But then you get into that kind of uh, it's like the slushy area. It's the gray area of Christmas Mm -hmm. and Halloween movies. It's like the nightmare before Christmas. Is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? We don't know. Nobody knows. But it's like. I'm not sure it counts as either, but that's because I hate it. (laughs) Do you really? I hate the nightmare before Christmas. Really? I, I loathe it entirely. <laughs> and I think it's 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 like 90% because of Hot Topic. Yeah, Hot Topic. Like, really there is a the certain ground. aesthetic of girl who wears, like, nothing but Jack Skellington crap mm. that it just annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> I remember I, when I was, I was... This was years and years ago. I was doing my show in Philly, What Makes Me Pissy, the, the show that I got popular doing. Um... And there was someone in the audience, I used to do a section of the audience called Ask Pissy, Mm -hmm. and there was someone in the front row of the audience who is actually a friend of mine, and uh, he was sitting there and he had Nightmare Nightmare of Elm Street, Nightmare (laughs) Before Christmas uh, tattoos up and down his arms, and I was like, I love your tattoos, and he was like, oh, thank you, and I was like, they're all Nightmare Before Christmas, and he was like, yeah, and I was like, wow, you definitely had a hard time in high school, didn't you? Like, it was just <laughs> one of, I, it's one of those vivid memories where I was like, yeah, the, it it says everything I need to know about you if Nightmare Before Christmas is one of your favorite movies. And that's the thing, it's, it's just, it was such a, it got co-opted by kind of annoying emo kids, <laughs> and I feel like it ruined the film for me. I mean, that's fair. I think I think if you watched it now with a different mindset, it might change it a bit for you. Because I will say this. Danny Elfman's music is impeccable. No, the music is good. Really great. And Ken Page, mm-hmm. who plays Oogie Boogie. Yes. No, definitely. Is amazing. And he fun fact to a little tie into our childhoods <laughs> oh, no. played old deuteronomy yes, in the cats were going movie to say that. <laughs> the, not House? the cats movie no. the filmed version of, of the stage the musical, musical cats, cats <laughs> which we were obsessed with as children yes we were how were how did no one know we were gay <laughs> i thought everyone knew we were gay not when we were little it came as quite a shock to some people <laughs> and i was like my favorite cat was rum tum tugger <laughs> Is this essentially just a guy in pleather spandex? It was my favorite part of the movie, and I had no idea why. I know why now. Um, Yes, so Ken Page is Oogie Boogie, and he played Old Deuteronomy in the stage version of Cats that was filmed that we loved as children. I, again, I kind of consider that quintessential, like, family horror. No, Nightmare, the the Nightmare Before Christmas. Jesus Christ. I keep trying to say Elm Street. Like my I, made the, I did the like, same thing. It like, like the, the part of me that's like hardcore horror fan is sitting here going like you will not even say the name of this film. You will go with Freddy or nothing. Shame. 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 With the shame bell. Yes. <laughs> shame none makes a reappearance. <laughs> but no, The Nightmare Before Christmas is definitely family friendly horror. It's it's a good movie to watch on either Halloween or Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like you can you can take your pick. You can watch it both times. You can watch it 80 times a year. Like, yeah, it's not it's not hard to watch. I love it if I'm being honest. I think all of the sort of like Tim Burton kitty movies mm-hmm. all kind of fall under that. Like we're talking um Corpse Bride mm-hmm. in addition to Nightmare Before, Before Frank Christmas. And Weenie. Frank and Weenie. Although my argument is if you're going to watch Frank and Weenie, you watch have to the watch the live one. action one yeah. that will traumatize your children. It was horrifying. It was horrifying the dog died. It was like so sad. It was so sad. Like I had a hard time watching it. And then at the end when he's burning in the windmill and you're just like, <laughs> like oh, and you're sitting here as a small child just going like ah And there's Trump <laughs> going, That's causing cancer. Oh god. <laughs> 
it was horrifying as a kid because that that windmill lights on fire and you're like jesus christ like, <laughs> even little kids are like this is too much we've gone a step too yeah, far and you know that they were sitting here going like oh this is great we'll make a kid-friendly version of frankenstein so they can like experience <laughs> the culture it. but let's make the monster a dog an adorable dog let's do that <laughs> and it's horrifying and you're like God, and it's damn. like half pet cemetery for kids too. I know. It's just it's it's a fucked up little movie. Because what is what kind of dog is that? It, I think it was a Jack Russell Terrier. It's not a Jack. Oh Russell. no, it's one it's of those a, ones with the weird snout. You're right. It's the one with like it's the target dog. Yeah. What the hell is that kind of dog? <laughs> I think it's a bull terrier. Bull terrier. Whatever it was, it's like already like as a regular dog, very adorable. Yes. But as a monster dog, like kind of horrifying. Like, it's, it's a weird-looking dog, and I'm sure that's why they I mean, it. they basically just took a Sharpie and, like, drew some stitches on him, so, like, he was still pretty cute. But what I'm saying is, like, that dog, in the context of a horror movie, like, it's kind of a weird-looking dog anyway, because of the shape of its head. Yeah, no, it's that, that very, like, football-shaped head yeah. that they have, yeah. And so, it, it just becomes very strange. But <clears throat> another movie, I don't think this was tim burton but one that i will say if you're looking for a movie to introduce your kids to kind of the macabre or horror or dark paranorman i've never seen paranorman you've never seen paranorman no oh it's so good (laughs) first of all let's get let's talk about what needs to be said right off the bat elaine stritch is in it oh okay I'm sitting here going like, why the hell have you seen Paranorman? And then that explains the whole thing. Well, I'll tell you, I went to see it with uh, Jess and Carmen and we took Zach. That was Zach's like, I don't want to say it was his introduction to horror, but it probably was one of the first like kind of spooky cartoons Mm -hmm. we ever showed him. And we went to see it in movie theaters. I want to say we were in like Virginia or something on vacation and we went to see Paranorman and it was so good. It's so good. And it's about this this kid who, like, sees ghosts and interacts with them. And it's kind of like a weird cartoon version of The Sixth Sense. But, like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to give too much away. With less little girls vomiting intense. Yeah, it's not as horrifying. Although it does have some scary parts. Um, okay. Scary, you know. Yeah. For, for its age group. But there's also some queer is there really? In it. Oh, yes, there is. And not bad queer content. Huh. Like, it's it's queer positive, kid-friendly Halloween entertainment. Well, damn. I stand Paranorman now. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never even seen it. I won't tell you where it ties into the story, but everyone should watch this movie. And if I'm not mistaken, it's on one of the streaming services. I don't remember if it's a Disney movie. It might be on Disney+. Plus, But it's on... Like, it's either on Disney Plus or it's on Netflix or Hulu or it's on one of those streaming services. And it's so good. If you haven't watched it, that should be like, I think that's a perfect introduction movie, especially for kids in this day and age who might not be, who might not have the patience to watch old school animation. My argument is my gateway drug movie for kids if you if you're looking to introduce them to some to macabre and spooky mm-hmm. is the adams family with raul julia and angelica houston you, you know it's funny i watched <laughs> that last night <laughs> i watched the it's adams on family. netflix right now. it is on netflix but i was saying to david it's been so long since i watched the first one mm-hmm. it it never occurred to me how much better Adam's Family Values was than The Adam's Family. See, I like both. I'm I'm not saying the first one is bad. It's a very good movie. But in terms of performance, in terms of tone, and in terms of writing, Adam's Family Values is far superior. I'm willing to cop to that, but I still feel like you need to watch the first one before you can you do. You, you can watch Adam's Family Values. But Adam's Family Values is like 90% of it is just loving Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack, yeah. And Carol Kane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say Adam's Family Values is much campier. I think, uh, I don't think it's campier. It's sillier yeah, than no, they're, the Adam's Family. They're pushing it a bit. With... The, the Adam's Family is very dark. Adam's Family Values is much lighter, I think, and it's campier. 
their their tone, though similar, is very different. That's fair. No, I I think that um the second one is definitely more lighthearted. It is. It's and a little less tongue in cheek. It's a little more out there with the laughs. Agreed. I think the first one takes a bit more sophistication to enjoy. Yeah, it's a little subtler. It is subtler. And I will say it makes me sad because uh, Grandma is not played by Carol Kane. It's another actress whose name I don't know. Um, and she was fine. Yeah. But I, I have a special place in my heart for Carol Kane. <laughs> <laughs> I think anyone who's seen The Princess Bride has a special place in their heart for Carol Kane. Anyone who's seen Carol Kane has yes. a special place in their heart for Carol Kane. <laughs> yes, I do think The Addams Family is an excellent introduction to the macabre for, for children. Because it's weird and like kind of unsettling, but also endearing and fun. And you don't really know why as a kid. Yeah. It's a good way to get your kids used to the unusual. Yeah, no, and sort of the the spooky, creepy side mm-hmm. of unusual. Um, <clears throat> another good one is if you really want to introduce them to sort of like the classic stuff, um, Abbott and Costello, hold, oh, that, yes. hold that ghost, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. I can't remember if I've, I can't, I'm sure I have seen Hold That Ghost, but I, I cannot remember most of it. I don't remember most of Hold That Ghost. I remember very vividly Meet Frankenstein and I think Meet Dracula are two separate movies i don't think they are no they're the same one they're the same one because having costello meet frankenstein is the one where dracula right resurrects frankenstein and uh the wolfman is there right it's all lon cheney jr but it's it's silly it's It's, very silly it's silly but but it has it it has the monsters in it you know it's it's a good way to kind of like if you want to show them that and then show them the bella lugosi dracula Mm-hmm. Like you could probably get away with that because most of it is most of the violence is off screen. And now that I think about it, after you watch Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, you should absolutely show your kids Tiny, Tiny Toons Night Goolery. I, <laughs> I was like, how did I not think of this? It's so good. Halloween specials. This is just this is just a list of Halloween specials from the years 1979 to 1999. <laughs> Literally. Because <laughs> Tiny Toons Night Goolery, again, one of the most quotable specials in our childhood. And also paves the way for you to watch other things because most of them are send-ups of other things. They're parodies of uh, uh, The Twilight Zone. Yeah. They're parodies of... The Telltale Heart of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, of the actual Frankenstein, <laughs> of uh, what else did they? Find? Oh, uh, the Hellhound. What is it? Um, oh, um, the Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah, Hound of, Hound of the Baskervilles. They're actually doing the beginning of American Werewolf in London. Are they? Yeah. When they're on the moors and they go to the, they go to the, the pub. Really? Yeah, that's what they're doing. I thought it was the Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah, and I don't know that you can get away with showing an American werewolf in London to your kids. But no, probably, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but um, but you can Definitely at least show them the beginning movie. if they really love that cartoon. Yeah. No, but Tiny Toons Night Goolery is a great jumping off point for any hollow night of Halloween viewing. It really, like, until I watched it as an adult, again, it's one of those things where it's like, I did not realize how sophisticated the humor was. Because... As a kid, it just reads as funny. But as an adult, you know the things they're parodying and the jokes they're making. Yeah. And it's like, wow, this was smart writing. Yeah. And as an adult, you know that Plucky is doing a William Shatner impression. When you're yeah. a kid, you just think <laughs> he's speaking weird. Something on the way. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And you have all of your favorite characters making an appearance. You have Elmira and you have um, Plucky and... What's the rabbit? Uh, Buster. Buster and uh, what's her name? The girl rabbit? Yes. Uh, Babs. Babs. Babs Bunny, who is basically the best thing in, in the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> her and Plucky are my two favorite Tiny Toons. I think my favorite thing about Babs was that she was constantly doing impersonations of like golden era Hollywood actresses. Like I know. She did, like, and it was always Catherine Hepburn. It was like 90% <laughs> Catherine Hepburn. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
like, balloons. Like just jokes that no kid is going to get. Like Ever. these are jokes that are there for the parents. Like yeah. it's not. And <laughs> as an adult, you can easily watch this with like, there is no like required patience. You can watch this and truly enjoy it. Yes. And it is on Hulu. If it, I, I mean, I don't know if it still is, but around Halloween time, Tiny Toons Night Goolery is usually on Hulu. Yeah. So if you're looking for a place to watch it, that's the place to start. It is so fucking good. I remember as a kid, us quoting that movie constantly, especially Plucky doing Costello when he's like, yeah. <laughs> when he's like, uh, Chick <laughs> <laughs> And the ha, and the hmm, and the hee. And Dad used to get annoyed because he'd be like, just, no, no, let's just watch Abbott and Costello. And we're like, fuck that, we're watching Tiny Toons Night We're going to watch Plucky and Buster do Abbott and Costello. We don't yeah. need to watch Abbott and Costello. And Dad would just be sitting there going like, but you can watch the real thing. You don't have to watch the cartoon version. It's like, yeah, but we like the cartoon version. I know. It because we're great. six. And But <laughs> like, that's the nice thing is like, at a certain point, he could just watch it and enjoy it. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess I can, yeah. I can get into this um you know sadly we've gone through most of of what we had planned to go through in this episode but before we go um there's one more topic we haven't discussed okay do you think there are any horror movies that are not specifically made for children Mm -hmm. that can be used to introduce kids to horror. Like, what do you think is, uh, I don't want to say family appropriate, but what do you think is like the horror movie that you could like bend the rules and show your kids? Because I know what mine would be. Well, what would yours be? Mine would be Scream. Okay. And I'll tell you why. It is violent. It would have to be a kid of a certain age. It would have to be like 11 or 12 because that was about how old we were mm-hmm. when we watched it for the first time. But... There is discussion of sexuality, but there is no nudity. The language is not that coarse. It do, they drop some f bombs, yeah, and they do. It, it's obviously intended for a mature audience, but not that mature because the target audience is teenagers, and so a preteen could get away with watching it. And we have seen that in action because we <laughs> introduced Zach <laughs> to our our like world of horror by showing him scream and he loved it he went as Ghostface for halloween that year yes he did and i think it's a really good introduction to horror for young kids when you're looking to show them when you're like okay you've graduated from tiny toons night glory and paranorman it's time to show you like what this really is yeah (laughs) that's a good introduction in my opinion because it's kind of funny it's definitely scary the and it's scary for the right reasons. The image of Ghostface is scary. The ideas presented in Scream are scary. But it's also got some lightheartedness. Yeah. I would have to go. I, I would have to go trick or treat. I can't. Trick or treat. I, I, I would have to go trick or treat. I'm kind of surprised because that one does have a fair amount of nudity. It doesn't have. I don't think. There is one scene in the very beginning where the guy in the robot costume is watching a porno that you would have to cover the kid's eyes for. But then there's also the when the werewolves kind of take their skin off. Yeah, but you don't see anything. I'm pretty sure you do. I don't think you do. I think you see some boobs. I feel like I would remember <laughs> if I'd seen Anna Paquin's boobs. No, you don't see Anna Paquin's boobs, but I do <clears throat> think you see some some background boobs. Okay, so... <laughs> we'll say assuming that there are background boobs some pink contract boobs not, okay. <laughs> not the not the yellow ones okay assuming that there are some background boobs we'll nix trick-or-treat well you don't have to nix it but just be aware that if you're going to show it to your kid there are some moments that probably i'm also one of those people who believes wholeheartedly that like boobs are boobs boobs are boobs like yeah. who cares like free the nipple like it's that's not ca- a i mean deal. that's kind of how i feel i personally would not shy away from showing it to a kid because it's like at a certain point like they're watching a video at some point. Yeah. Like, you know, they're getting the talk. Exactly. At some point. And I think that at least for me, and I'm I'm not a parent, so yeah. take this with a grain of salt. But to me, it's like, why are we shielding their eyes from the boobs, but saying it's okay to watch a guy get like hacked to bits? Like yeah. <laughs> there's, there's kind of a, a, a weird standard there. 
No, but like particularly the <laughs> the bit with Rhonda, um, that whole section of the movie, I think. Um, oh yes, would be really good. Agreed. For for I was kids like, Who of the a fuck certain is Rhonda? age, and then I realized I was uh, yeah, <laughs> and I, honestly, that is one of my favorite parts of the movie because. Obviously, we know that this movie was a love letter to Halloween. Yeah. But that section feels the most, like, loving to me. Yeah, because it's it's looking at it through the eyes of children. Exactly. And it it is such a, like, the, the tone and the atmosphere of those scenes and, like, everything about it just, appeal- I, I mean, we'll get to Trick or Treat. <laughs> yeah, but, we're going to get to Trick or Treat. But. Um, other speaking, options are The Fog, um, mm. the original with Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know about the remake. I never watched the remake. I didn't um, either. I don't there's think. some discussion of sexuality in The Fog, but most of it is just scary pirate ghosts. Yeah, basically. Um, so you can totally get away with that. <laughs> um, I'm thinking what else? Poltergeist I think you can get away with. Probably. It's scary, but it's not like... Yeah, I wouldn't do it with like really young kids because it'll probably freak them out. Mm-hmm. But, like, I would say nine or ten would be a perfectly appropriate age with yeah. parental supervision. Freddy, uh, Freddy's Nightmare. Great. Great introduction <laughs> for kids. <laughs> the original Friday the 13th. Oh, know, gee. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, just, just cover their eyes for the sex parts and it'll be fine. So they get to see two minutes of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they see the first minute and a half and then the last 30 seconds. I'm trying to think, like, I, I think I was, like eight or nine when i saw i mean and this is something we've talked about we as kids were introduced to horror with probably ver- younger than we should with a great deal of abandon there was like yeah. <laughs> they were like our parents were just like nah, don't copy this <laughs> um jaws great horror jaws movie. Is a, you know it's funny i didn't think about rated it, jaws pg great jaws is a great intro to horror yeah it's it's super easy it's a monster movie it's it's not terribly complicated. It's big shark eats people. Yeah. Like any kid can follow that plot. And will terrify them for the rest of their life. Yes. And they will never want to go to the beach again. Exactly. Plus, so, win-win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any other ones off the top of my head. The, you know what's funny is like, I look at a movie like Child's Play and it does have some foul language. But again, it's like, I think the most offensive thing in it is gore. Yeah. No. Again, you're probably looking at like an 11, 12 year old mm-hmm. range just for the violence. Yeah. But yeah, no, you can you can get away with Brad Dourif saying saying fuck a couple times. Yeah. Puppet I, Master. Puppet Master. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> <laughs> it's for, just sex and gore. Ms. That's literally Leech all. Alone. Ms. Leech. Oh my god! I remember as a kid that scene scared the shit out of me, and watching it as an adult, I actually laughed out loud. I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this?" Of course, we're also ignoring things that are like the Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. Oh yeah, yeah, scary yeah. as fuck. But I don't um, know if I consider them Halloween movies. I was just informed that there is a movie called The Watcher in the Woods um, by one of our listeners. I believe it's Tycon. Um, who told me the on Watcher Twitter th- about this movie that stars Betty Davis. And I haven't had a chance what? to watch it yet. How have I not heard of this movie? Yeah, but it was a... Betty Di- Davis it was, was a in a horror movie? Or, it was a 70s or 80s Disney movie that huh. um, is kind of like Escape to Witch Mountain. I was just about to say Escape era, to Witch Mountain. But it's um, it's apparently terrifying. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. Really? The Watcher in the Woods is what yeah, it's called? The Watcher in the Woods. Do we know if it's on any streaming services yeah i believe it is on youtube really yes huh you should all watch it and let us know well i'll I'll wait to get the recommendations (laughs) (laughs) i keep i keep meaning to sit down and watch it it's only like an like an hour long like an hour hour and a half huh huh so there's that that's interesting i've never even heard of it before I'm just, I'm trying to think. It's like I had all these movies in my head for this episode. Like, there's just you so know, many. There's so many. And I'm sure that there are ones we're missing. And as I think of them, I'll just start posting them on social media. But I would say. Or you guys post your favorites to social media. Yeah, please too. Like, let, us, let know. us know which ones we missed. That we, you want us to. I personally love it when people send us messages or emails or, or DMs or whatever. And or even just commenting on our posts to tell us like, oh, this was my favorite. You should absolutely watch it because there are definitely ones we miss. And 
I think the takeaway from this episode is that you should absolutely be on YouTube after this looking up Witch's Night Out. Yes. You should absolutely be watching The Great Pumpkin. Um, The Halloween that almost wasn't. The Halloween that almost wasn't. Uh, And you personally should go home and watch Halloween Town and Paranorman. Okay. You will love Paranorman. I promise. I'm sure that I will. I just, it was a little after my time and I didn't have a child to take to the film. Uh, and that's fair. That's that's fair. I will say it was it was after my time too, and I ended up taking Zach. But it's it's really a movie that's easily enjoyed by adults. Good. I would say those are always the best ones, the ones that have material in there for the grownups. Agreed. Yeah. Um. That's my list. I think there was one other one. What was it? Oh, and if you haven't seen it, Tiny Toons Night Glory. I believe it's on Hulu. Um, look it up. It's fucking hysterical. Yes. <laughs> you know, that was actually a pretty productive episode for, for people who don't spend a lot of time thinking about children. Yeah, no, we did. We did pretty well. I think, I think <laughs> we were patting ourselves on yeah, the back it's already. Like we were mostly thinking about when we were children, but that's okay. I know. <laughs> You're um, like, how about something that was made after 1999? <laughs> Do you recommend anything made this century? No, I don't. <laughs> literally this century this millennium yeah wow that's terrifying (laughs) all right kids let us know which uh family friendly horror or halloween movies we missed uh and that's it we'll be back with more unsolved mysteries next week and we have another very spoopy episode about the third that falls within the realm of the 13 weeks of halloween coming up for you next week so until then stay spoopy and remember There was a uh, mm, big, ooh, big, ooh, monster with the things in the head and with the, and with the, and, and the, ooh, arms. Oh, huge monster. Oh. Calm down. What's wrong with you? I tell you, there was a big monster. Oh, stop it. You're imagining things. Now I'll be right back. My Spooky Gay Family features music by Nate Walker, artwork by David Elon, and this episode contains clips from Tiny Toon Adventures Night Ghoulery, distributed by Fox Network 1995. Please subscribe on iTunes, leave us a nice message, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. My Spooky Gay Family is a product of Barbara Duel Productions. Barbara Duel.